Welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 97, It. Hello, Kristen. What's up? Hi, Hallie. Greetings. <laughs> Hello, listeners. Odd. It is a 2017 American supernatural horror film. It was directed by Andy... I should... I should know. Everybody has very difficult to pronounce names this time. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. Andy... Muschietti, <laughs> the director of this film. It was written by Chase Palmer, Gary Dauberman, and Carrie Fukunaga, who also directed the first season of True Detective, a.k.a. The Good One, Not the Insane One. What? The Insane One is my favorite, but the first season is better. Sometimes it'd be like that. As a Riverdale fan, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it is based on the 1986 Stephen King novel of the same name, which I read in middle school when I was way too young for this. Especially the novel's unfilmable ending, which we probably don't have to talk about. Or maybe we do. I don't know. Look it up. Is it... Is it... Is it where they all do it yeah. with Beverly? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah. That's... that's. They jump back in time in the novel. Yeah. It's not all, like, kids and then all adults. So okay. that's, like... I don't want to say climax, but that's the, <laughs> the ending of the, that's the ending. Like, like the ending ending? Because I thought they did that to lead into, like, they they used uh, weird teenage sex to power themselves up for the boss fight. Yeah. That's what they, they do, right? They do. Okay. And, but it's like, this is the boss fight and we almost killed it and we should have killed it in the past because okay. now it's back. Yeah. But now, they, they put that towards the end. They have that happen after the monster they have, fight? So they have, they jump back in time. Yeah. And they're like, here's... Wait, do they go back in time or does the book just the book, know the book, shit? The book, yeah, I was like, because there was no time travel in this. No, the book is like, here's the first boss fight that we had. Yeah. Which is in this movie, but they have sex with Beverly. And then they're like, yes, we'll go and kill it. And they try and they don't do it. Okay. And like, like it goes down the well and, and Bill was like, let's go fight it. We'll got to chase it down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, it's gone for now. That's fine. Because that's how all that's of his friends are. That's a problem us. Yeah. So that's towards the end. And then they have like the actual boss fight. Oh, okay. At the very end. Okay. They like they like stack them. They stack them. Stephen stacks them. That's my that's, that's my his nickname. Stephen. That's stack my uh, yeah. Spoilers okay. if you wanted to. Uh, if you wanted read to this read. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Audience, I had to ask. Yeah. Because that's the only thing about the original novel I know. Yeah. Well. The movie. The movie. Stars. Jaden. Lieber. Bill Skarsgård. Jeremy Ray Taylor. Sophia Lillis. Finn Wolfhard, Wyatt Olaf, Chosen Jacobs, Jack Dylan Grazer, Nicholas Hamilton, and Jackson Robert Scott. Okay, some of those names were not that hard. Most of them were not that hard. Okay, but like some of them were. <laughs> it was a commercial success, grossing over $700 million off of its $40 million budget, making it the third highest grossing R-rated film ever at the time of its release, and the highest grossing horror film of all time. Critics loved it as well, with several placing it on their best films of 2017 year-end lists, and many calling it one of the best Stephen King adaptations to date. 
in case it's been a while since you've seen it. It is the story of the Losers Club, a group of seven kids in their early teens who are all bullied in their school in Derry, Maine. The friends all have their own traumas at home as well, everything from an overbearing hypochondriac mother to disappointing their rabbi father to losing their best friend in the world, their younger brother, to a scary clown demon who lives in the sewer. <laughs> because Derry is menaced by an evil force that appears every 27 years to eat the children of the town and can appear as your darkest fears at every turn. Will the losers be able to defeat it before it steals away one of their own? Or will the dark powers of demons and puberty be the end of them all? A sheep gun. A whole lot of blood in the bathroom and 99 luft balloons. It's it. It. <laughs> it. It. The job with the luft balloons. Luft balloons. Luft balloons. Yes. It. Let's talk about the personality quiz. Yeah. Kristen found the quiz this week. I did! Yeah. It doesn't really happen, guys, so celebrate when you can. You should go first since you found the quiz. I got Eddie. I love Eddie. Eddie. I love Eddie. Oh, he's the best one. Eddie and Richie and Ben are the best. So I wanted one of them. I also would have been very happy to get Bev or Pennywise. <laughs> like five people. They were like five people. I'm you would have been happy I don't to get Pennywise. Why not? Have you seen that one tweet? I don't, I'll read I don't it after know. my thing. Hold on. I got Eddie. It says, your mind is always going a million miles a minute, as is your mouth. <laughs> Which is correct. You're a bit of a worrywart, but you're always ready with a retort if someone tries to use you as a doormat. Sometimes you worry about things you can't control, so relax a little. You're a devoted friend who always has a plan, no matter the so- or situation. That's me, Eddie Kasbrack. They're gazebos. They're gazebos. That is a very good line. Who'd you get? I got Mike. Mike. Mike Hanlon. You're the rock for your friend group. Steady, resourceful, and reliable are words that describe you to a T. Whenever someone around you needs help, you're always there to lend a hand. That's Mike. And that's, Hallie. That's Mike and Hallie. That's me. That's yeah. Mallie. Because <laughs> his last name is Hanlon and my name is Hallie. So there's, some, there's something you can do there. There's Hallen. There's Hanley. There's Helen Lynn. There's Mike Helen Halley. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Mike Finn, who did you get? I got Ben. Ben! Ben! Ben Hanscom. You're so sweet and creative. You might be a little quieter than the rest of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all true things. But you have a hobby that you throw yourself into with 110% <laughs> gusto. You might be unassuming, but trust me, you're destined for great things. David, that's you. I'm Ben. You're Ben. Ben is such and a your wonderful hobby character. Magic. Instead of town history. Yeah. 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 I need a better hobby, but What's currently that's it. Yeah. When I was taking the quiz, I was choosing things like ignore it. <laughs> stand your ground like anytime it was like the path of least resistance I was like doing this one and then I thought God, I'm gonna get Mike and then that's exactly who <laughs> I got, got. Mike. I got Mike I didn't think I was gonna get Eddie love Eddie but I didn't anticipate well, it you and then I saw it and I was like I don't know if I'm Eddie and then I read it and was like yeah that's me yeah <laughs> yeah You're it's my second band pack who doesn't shut up so yes it's Greywater. <laughs> Um, anyway, the tweet I was talking yes. about. 
when It Chapter 2 came out, which you have not seen, David. No. It's sort of a spoiler, but not really. Um, there was a news article that said, Pennywise is surprisingly anti-queer in It Chapter 2. And then someone had a tweet that was like, I'm sad to announce that Pennywise is not gay or even an ally. Is my favorite ever quote from an honest-to-God serious article criticizing the lack of LGBTQ allyship from a child-eating monster in the sewers disguised as a filthy razor-toothed clown. So sometimes I'm just like, he's not even like he's an ally. Not, he's not even an ally. <laughs> Pennywise, the representation you want for allyship <laughs> for the LGBTQ you deserved. Yes. Yes. What did you type? I typed in Pennywise because we should talk about <laughs> the clown. I was trying to remember. He's a pretty big character in it. <laughs> well, I had written. It. Okay. It's like mm. he has a name. He has a name. It's, it's Pennywise, the dancing Pennywise, clown. The dancing clown. I will say that I only learned, I don't know, a couple years ago, that um, Pennywise is a shape shifting monster. Like I thought he was just a oh, guy who lives in the sewers <laughs> as a clown in the sewers, and the fact that it's a monster is so much less scary. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, going into the movie, I did not know that. And so then he opened his mouth, and I was like, oh. I think I knew it ahead of seeing the movie, but not not. by much. Because I think someone was like, oh, yeah, monster. And I was like, well, murderers are, yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, no, like, literal, like, monster. And I'm like, oh. Like a, a supernatural. That's thing. so much less scary. It's now so I feel much like, less scary. Now I feel like I can watch the Tim Curry one because um, that person being there creepy is not just a man being creepy. It's just a monster. Right. They're going to be like, creepy It's sometimes. like way less bad. Like I was like, oh, when I just thought it was a guy yeah. in the sewer waiting for a boat. Like it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> when you just think it's a man. And then like you could, and then like... I would assume they would have scary scenes where, like, he shows up out of nowhere or seems to, like, know things he shouldn't or isn't there when you turn around all of a sudden. So they give him, like, a supernatural edge. Yeah. But that's different than just being a monster. So I was I was like, oh, I wanted, I wanted the dude. The dude. The dude. The dude. Although I was the thinking, because, you know, it opens with poor little Georgie. And he's poor just, he goes over to the sewer and I was like... Does Pennywise just know? Like, is that like a super magic power he has to be like, ah, yes, a vulnerable child. Pennywise's Time to feast. powers and abilities um, confuse me and I don't like them. There are no rules for Pennywise's abilities. No, and I respect that. <laughs> I just like how, not in a good actual way, because I find clowns to be terrifying. So when Richie was like, my fear is clowns, I was like, you and me both, brother. And then when he goes in the room with all the scary clowns, I was thinking, you know what would probably get me if it had to turn into my fear is like a ventriloquist dummy of a clown that's just like turning its head and talking on its own. So when all the dolls just like turn their heads, I'm like, I would have a heart attack right then and there. So I appreciate that the shape-shifting monster is just like, I'm going to be a clown. It's the creepiest of all options, and it's right. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I was getting mad during the during the movie because I was like, so he's a clown, right? That's great. Wonderful, because clowns are awful. But mm. it just it just feels like some, like, and I know that there's kind of like a magic pall over dairy where the adults, like, don't care. But yeah. I also feel like 
there are many pictures of this clown in very official history books, and there are 27 years of relative normalcy between each event. And so then I was, like, Googling, like, when did clowns even become a thing? Because I was like, this isn't real, and I got 2400 BC. So I was like, oh, I guess they have been around for some time. But I guess I was thinking specifically, like, Victorian clowns. I think what's funny to me is that, like, if you see a picture of Pennywise, you're like... He snuck in there, a little photo bomber. Yeah. What was funny was when Ben saw the thing where they had the drawing, and I guess it's possible that Pennywise could have like hypnotized. I don't know what the <laughs> verb is there. Um, this this person to just like have him be included without it really being noticed. Yeah. But like that that's a like you have to deliberately take a picture. That's not just Pennywise like throwing up the bunny <laughs> behind someone in a picture. Like you got to work for that. And I think that's. It's one of my favorite, like, scary details. Like, oh my god, Pennywise is in all the pictures. Like, that's, that's great. Uh, it, but it's just like, it's just like... I want to know... Okay, so in addition to him being... Like, I guess it makes more sense to be like, a child is in danger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up and eat them. Um, that, you know, whatever. Because they eat them. They all pray. float around his weird thing. He does what he needs to do. I don't like but it. But what confuses me is, like, when... Um, Bad kid. Bad kid. Bowers? Yes. Henry? Yes. Henry Bowers. Henry Bowers. Um, we got there. When him and his friends are trying, like, not trying, they're slicing up poor Ben with a knife, and um, the people just drive by, and they don't do anything, but then you see the red balloon in the back, so like, ah, oh, that Pennywise, he's... Casting his Casting his spell. Yeah. And I guess it technically works in that Ben, like, kicks off and rolls down, and then they get the Hockstetter kid. By they, I mean, it gets the Hockstetter kid. But how and why did Pennywise be like, you know what, I'm not even going to kill these children. But it's kind of funny that one's getting bullied. So let's just, like, stun these drivers so they don't even really notice it. Like, what? So they don't, like... Like, could he have foreseen the events that led to him getting a child? Who, by the way, looks like a super senior and seems too old to be get, getting got by yeah. AI. But um, that's what confused well, me. Well, it also, it really focused on children just that year. Because they had, when Ben was listing the incidents every 27 years, some of them were just adults going missing. Yeah. Like, when the town was first founded, like, yeah. 70 people went missing or something, and they were like, eh, plague. That's what happens in yeah. 1802. Yeah. Like, all the people that signed the charter? Yeah, the charter. That was yeah. what it was. And I was mad because I really wanted to know more about all those things, and I was like, no, make this a history movie about dairy. <laughs> and it just felt Sometimes like... people just leave. They move in with the neighboring Native American and colonies. tell them exactly <laughs> where they went. People are like, where could they have gone? Just, what is this strange message? <laughs> went in sewers, see later. And they're like, what happened here? The world will never know. It's a mystery. Perhaps aliens. We can only theorize. We can only speculate. I cut you off. I don't care. Proceed. I wanted more of that. I was very into the child detective looks through things at the library angle, yeah. and then I didn't get as much of that. For what it's, I think it is a really good movie, and I had seen it before, but and I've only seen it maybe three to five times. But like each time I watch it, I'm a little more disappointed in it, and I want mm-hmm. more aspects of the things that I like. 
which our child <laughs> looks you in newspaper. To cater directly to you. That's correct. I want it to cater directly to me, and I want Pennywise to have rules. He doesn't have rules, and that you just don't me. know them. Like sometimes, yeah, the movie needs to tell me what the rules are. Okay, but that's not the same as not having rules. It doesn't tell you <laughs> rules because there aren't rules. He's in the sewer, so it's like, okay, there needs to be water in someone's home, because then he's, like, in the basement, but then, like, then he can invade the film strip, and then, like, he causes all the, like, the little hallucination scary things are, I think, the most, like, unique part of the It movie, and need to stay, but they're also what I would remove if I were, like, editing the film down, because... They serve a purpose in that later everyone's like, I've been seeing some really weird stuff. That creepy clown man. But it's like... They're so different and they don't really connect to each other or to things that happen to the characters before or after, with the exception of Beverly's. Because Beverly's is just like the horrors of growing up a female. So that, that ties in like thematically... And chronologically to me. But the the other ones don't, and it really bothers me. And then it's like, I don't know, Pennywise, it just feels like you could have eaten Eddie five minutes ago instead of just like being Whenever a Whenever I watch that, I am like, wow, Eddie like got close yeah. to getting Quite got a couple times. Because, yeah. um... Quite a couple times. Quite a, quite a few <laughs> quite times. Quite a couple, yeah. Uh, but like, especially when he was at the house. Because at least like with Stan's... I don't know, I guess I never really thought that the monster thing, the creepy flute lady. The painting? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, well, I never thought that that, like, was Pennywise. I thought it was Pennywise, like, scaring the children because Pennywise gets a laugh out of it. Like, later in the sewers, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's Pennywise trying to get Stan is. with the creepy flute lady yeah. painting. Um, but when Stan first sees the thing, I thought it was just like, ah, oh, scary and so to have all of these be a little more like ah scary hallucinations that mess with you but eddie's is full on like he is at its house and the the leper's coming across the lawn and the leper's like shuffling him in like backing him into the house and he's like running around yeah he came close and then his little arm broke yes arm arm i also thought that like the scene with the lady in the painting would have been scarier if the painting just kept moving like if we didn't have the whole cgi screaming lady thing like that would have been scarier a lot of the i feel like if they were dialed down a notch they would have been scarier in most cases i think a lot of things for me everyone is different is that a lot of things are scarier when you just don't know as much and maybe that's, that's why that's, the man in the sewers in the clown costume. Man in the sewers, you're way like, why terrifying. is he here? What is he doing? <laughs> yep. But like, I remember when I saw the Grudge, it was creepy until you actually see the Grudge Child thing, and then I was like, you're moving slow. Your blood is bright red. I could just walk out of the house and this is like, not even at like a hurried speed, and I could have gotten away from you. Why is this scary? It wasn't, and I feel like sometimes. But it, I would say, was, like, good amount of scary. I wasn't like, I'm going to have nightmares, but... You know. Yeah, it felt... I think I prefer more, like, psychological horror. To, this was, like, kind of action horror. There was he always doesn't like, like action. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> like action, famously. It wasn't, famously. It wasn't that, um... It wasn't that scary to me. Okay. And, like, I'm... I'm kind of a chicken. Like, okay. if a movie, 
The movie's reasonably scary. I need to watch it with somebody else. <laughs> we had to watch Midsummer together. You didn't want yeah. to watch that one. Or yeah. what's the what's the other one that we did? Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. Yeah. That one was that one was kind of scary. Um the, You didn't think it was that scary. No, I the scene where she's like on the ceiling is scary. Yeah. Everything else was fine. Yeah. But like I don't find there's like a, a little bit of body horror in it. And, like, I don't really find that that scary. Um, the clown just kind of being, like, and, like, shaking and, like, running at the camera or whatever. That's never really all that scary to me. Um, the teeth. I don't know. It was kind of surprising the first time. Like, oh, that's a lot of teeth. But then <laughs> it kept doing, like, it kept doing the teeth thing. And I was like, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> you have a lot of teeth anyway. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It wasn't It wasn't that scary to me. Which doesn't make it like bad as a horror movie it just wasn't i wasn't i wasn't frightened i made it through i pennywise wouldn't be able to eat you i do think it would be well well i mean pennywise was here (laughs) (laughs) this big clown big clown big clown um i will say yeah it's probably more like creepy and scary i I didn't like though when he was in the water in the basement no. But that was another thing, like, I guess you have jurisdiction over the sewers, and so here you are in the water, but, but like, like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand I'm going Pennywise. to just look up Pennywise the Clown guidelines. <laughs> I don't want to. No, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I sort of felt that, too, that, like, if there were more restrictions on Pennywise then it would have been scarier like if if there were if there were places that the kids could go and feel safe and then somehow that was and then somehow the safe space was no longer safe because of a rule yeah right like I don't know it's instead of just like like I know that like the thought it can happen at any time for any reason should be scarier but it's not and I can't pinpoint why yeah. I don't like that part of it. And that's not quite the movie's fault. It, it is working with a source text, which mm-hmm. is like a canonical horror piece. So, like, in my opinion, doesn't count for shit as far as this goes. Pennywise has many powers. I know. Would you like to hear them all? Um, shape-shifting? Shape-shifting? Teeth? No. Hold on. Wait, let me count how many there are. Swimming? There are six. And teeth and swimming are not on the list. Preying on fears. Telekinesis. Fear feeding. Fear feeding. Um, different tele. Puffy. Telepuffy. Dance. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Acrobats. Not acrobatics, acrobats. Creepy, um, creepy voice. No, but acrobatics is like not correct, but in <laughs> the realm. Contortion. No. Gymnastics. No. It, I mean, like in the realm, in terms of it falls under the umbrella category of physical. Running. <laughs> no. Speed. No, I'm going to tell you this. Can turn big. Uh, The powers are shape-shifting, telepathy, illusion casting, superhuman strength and durability, immortality, and fear feeding. Float. 
Float. Float. <laughs> yeah, it's not... I mean, Drool. I don't need all the rules, like, lined out for me or anything. Oh, like, it's like some sort do. of ancient scary being is a scary concept. It's just, like, a, an ancient scary being that has powers over the wells, but now that's the sewer because of because of modern conveniences. Like, that's yeah. scarier. Or if they discover, like, a new capability he has, like, later in the movie after we've built up some tension, like, that would do it for me. But otherwise, I just get mad because, I'm, like, I don't get what he can do. Like, it's not, like, like oh, God, Pennywise is here. What's a fucking surprise there? Like, I don't think I would be afraid of him because I'd be like, get the fuck out. What do you mean you're, like, you can't, Go away. I would just be mad that Pennywise is around. I would be afraid, but I was also weirdly charmed by the little jingles whenever he was like, That's shake. weird. That's was, like, really, really weird. It was more so in terms of like, good job costume design, because I wouldn't, you know, someone might be like, I don't know, he's a scary clown. He doesn't need a little jingle bell. But like, just hearing the little tiny jingles when he would shake, I was like, aww, good job. He's a clown. <laughs> good job, costume designers. Uh, yeah, I just... Would you be more or less scared after hearing the jingles? No, the jingles The jingles could be really scary. But that's an authentic clown. The, like, A, that's an authentic clown. <laughs> that could clown. just be a man. Like, the kind, or just a man. But, like, if you heard the bells, but you couldn't see him, like, that would be... That'd be good. That'd be good shit. I also, I do love that one of his first lines when he's like talking to Georgie, he's like, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown, which is the incorrect way to introduce yourself to anyone if you're trying to like get their trust. And I understand Georgie's a child and he's using weird magic with the child, but it's just like, oh my gosh, like. But what I do love about Georgie and the children you see in It Chapter 2 is that they are all rightfully immediately like, no. And then it's just that Pennywise is... Real son of a No, man. I just, I just, Georgie, you walk away after he says, I'm Pennywise the dancing clown. Yes. And he's, and it's so funny to me that Pennywise is like, Bill's gonna kill you about this boat. It's like, it's paper and wax. You can make a second boat. Georgie's like six, okay? okay he's a, a baby. I him. understand that he's little. So you're victim blaming. And I'm coming over here with he a 32 year old adult brain <laughs> coming and being like, hey, child. <laughs> Not yet. But um, it's just, it's just like, he just, he just bamboozles me and bothers me. What are your thoughts on Pennywise? Give more thoughts. I like, the jingles. I like the what? The jingles. <laughs> yeah, he's got good jingles. Yeah. Um, I, I think Bill Skarsgård does a really good job. He does a like really creepy voice that... Cause I it, it it's like hiya Georgie, <laughs> Georgie, Georgie, where he can like it it like keeps going back and forth between registers yeah in a creepy way um, into that um, what else he seems like he's having fun yeah I think he did I think that whole cast had fun supposedly. After all the takes, Bill Skarsgård would be like, kids, are you okay? Like, I'm really sorry. And they'd be like, oh, that was great. That was a good time. <laughs> um, so the kids were champs. That's good. To yeah. That's good to It know. makes me happy when the kids are, like, really into a horror movie and they're yeah. not being scarred for life. Yeah. Because I do the... wonder, like, the kid who played Georgie, I'm like, you're young enough that, like, 
is it too creepy if you explain what's going on? So even though, like, right. kid's going to get a sense that it's creepy, but, like... Like, so now a clown's going to eat you while, you try, eat, while yeah, you try to like, crawl away crying. You have to understand that, but, like, I don't know. Like it, these The other kids were all old enough mm-hmm. that I'm like, ah, oh, they're just having fun with it. Yeah. But, like, when it's, like, a but, little kid filming a scary thing, I'm like, how much, what do you tell like, the child? At the premiere for It, didn't he, he either wore a yellow raincoat and had a balloon or just did. did the balloon? I think he had both. He had both? Yeah, and he was, like... Smile. He was happy. He was happy to be there. And he was like really owning it. Yeah. And it could be a parent being like, kid, it would be really funny if you did this. Yeah. And then he just goes along with it. But I got the impression the child was aware. Okay. And and yeah, Bill Skarsgård did a really good job. Yeah. I have said this before, but I originally wanted to see this movie as a person who did not like scary movies only because Will Poulter was cast as Pennywise. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, well, Poulter's going to make me go see the scary clown movie. And then he was uncast. <laughs> I think due to, like, scheduling, whatever. Um, and then it went to Bill Skarsgård instead. And I was like, ah, now Bill Skarsgård couldn't make me see the scary clown. Um, he did a wonderful job. He did. And he couldn't, like, just relax one eye. So that was never CGI. That was always just Bill Skarsgård yeah. doing his eye thing. Little Billy Scars. Billy Scars. Yeah, I I do recommend the original It miniseries because Tim Curry is great. But he looks so much like a regular clown. <laughs> it's so scary. Like, like the the thing, the funny thing about the It miniseries with Tim Curry is that I've never been in the It fandom. It's never been on my register. I knew there was a miniseries, and I was like, yeah, that's what Tim Curry is from. That's his That's his big <laughs> thing. Like, I recognize Tim Curry from Clue. Uh, Home Alone 2. Lost <laughs> in New York. <laughs> that's, that's, I was like, hey, it's, it's Tim, Tim Curry. Tim Curry role. Yeah. I was uh, like, no. He's but I'm like, no, I know that Tim Curry is the... Yeah. He's also in a weird bootleg Titanic. Incredible. Yeah. I love, love that. I love that Titanic. It is also about two hours long. Um, it is not as good okay. as, as Titanic, but Tim Curry is there, and he's in. So that adds points already. That adds points already, because I was like, what is Tim Curry doing here? Okay. It's um, weird that everybody it. has a different thing that they know Tim Curry from. Cause like, what do you know Tim Curry from? Well, oh, Muppet Treasure <laughs> Island. That's another one. <laughs> but also, like, his most famous thing is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which I have not seen. Yeah, but that is kind of... If if there's a thing that's like Tim Curry is from this, it's yeah. it's like Rocky Horror, yeah. But yeah, Muppet Treasure Island, Home Alone, Clue. Yeah, he does look Clue. a lot more like just a guy, just a just a just a dude, just a dude. What Pennywise oh, should be? Star Wars Clone Wars. Star Wars Clone Wars, really? What is he in that? Uh, Palpatine slash Darth Sidious. Palpatine. 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 He's Palpatine? Good for Tim. I didn't know that. Good for Tim. Palpatine. I'm going to tell people that you call them Palpatine. They can hear it. They can listen to this episode. He's also in Fern Gully and the Wild Thornberries. Yes, I did know those. Yes, he's. Yes. I knew the Wild Thornberries. I did not. I knew Fern Gully and not the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. For a match There were. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Should we talk about some losers? Some losers? Yeah. yeah, we can talk about the losers. I got a whole list. I remembered all of them except Eddie. Oh, when you were saying that you are not in the It fandom. Um, some lovely fanfic in the It fandom. Believe it or not, I've read some good ones. How's about that? Yeah. What was... Who was Tell us about shit? the fanfics that you, that you read. I will not describe them. <laughs> but the ship was Richie and Eddie and it was so good. They are really cute together. They're really cute I do together. like those two. So that was a fun time. Yeah. Should we talk about Richie and or Eddie? Yeah, let's talk about Riddy. That's their ship name. I thought it was no, I thought it was Reddy. Retchy. Retchy. <laughs> they would love that. I though. think that Richie would like and yeah. Eddie would hate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it would make Eddie rich. Um I love Eddie. He's fun. He might be my favorite of them, so I'm very pleased to have gotten him. Um, maybe it's just because I am also when he's like they're in my second fanny pack. I think he just had the best lines, is what it comes down to. I like when they go I... to reset his arm and he's like, "Stay the f away from me! <laughs> don't touch me!" He's like Richie, please, no, literally, don't, no, don't, no, don't, no. don't do that. Yeah. And um, they're gazebos, and I don't know. I think he would probably outfits. also his little outfits. He probably would also be me because if my friends wanted to go in the sewer um, during the summer when all these kids went missing, I would also be like. What if, what if we didn't do this? Like, <laughs> we're supposed to be having fun. I don't want to end up like them. He, so. He seemed the most like a kid to me, like of all of them, because he's just so hyperactive. Yeah. And he doesn't shut up. And, no. and he's like. His, his parents are easily the most overbearing, so he just had the whole, like, mom, I'm gonna go play with my friends kind of a, kind of a vibe. He just, I don't know, he felt like a kid during summer. I loved him. He's great. He's great. Peach and a half. I like his cast. His <laughs> I was so charmed when yeah. he did that. I'm like, this poor little child, someone was mean to him on his, I would have just cried if that was me. <laughs> and then he takes it and he makes it the lover instead of the loser. Yeah. I, like, I think it made me tear up when I saw it in the theater. So I was like, little Eddie, he's growing up. He's become a man of emotions. <laughs> no, Eddie's great. He feels like, he feels like a kid. So does Richie. Those two feel the most like children to me because Richie <laughs> thinks Richie. he's Richie. He's I don't know, like, like, he annoys the shit out of me, but how many kids like learn a few, like learn swear words and then just say them all the time at like way too young an age, especially yeah. in a town like Derry where literally every single adult is garbage. Yes. So it just seems like that's the kind of thing. On brand for Richie. On brand for Richie. I don't know. I like Richie. I like. I just like the thing at the end where he's like, "You made me walk through this bad water and this and this." I do. That's my favorite line. Now it's I have to so kill this good. Like, it's just so like, Bill. God. God damn it, Bill. Put me in the worst situations. Put on your friend for fuck's sake. I also love when he, uh, Eddie's mom makes him kiss her goodbye before they leave, and they all like make fun of Eddie a little bit. And Richie is like, "Do you want a kiss from me, Mrs. Gay?" And <laughs> she kind of laughs, which is like a really like, charming moment. Because you feels can tell weird that she probably just hates Richie, yeah. but um, 
don't know. We all get charmed she by seems, Richie. She seems, yeah. Like, he's, like, he's also just such a kid because he he knows so much more than he should at that age. Do you find yes. Richie to be funny or annoying? More annoying, but, I mean, it's not, it's not like Richie's fall. I mean, it's how he copes with things. Is by being exactly. He's not yeah. like if you were like oh like, Richie isn't funny to me necessarily because, the jokes he makes are good. Mm-hmm. It's because, he's what twelve while he's making them. Yeah, and, he clearly has no other way to cope with, anything, and it just feels like. Such a defining character trait, of his. Yeah, the the actor who plays yes, he's also in a band. He is the mm-hmm. lead vocalist and guitarist for Calpurnia. I meant to look and up the Aubreys. Um, their music to see what Lil Finn Wolfhard's mm-hmm. music sound like sounds like, but then I did not. Do you know what else Finn Wolfhard is in? Did the internet tell you? The internet told me, so okay. that doesn't count. But yeah, no, I I haven't seen Stranger Things. Okay. We really should put season one. We on really should. List. Just season one. We don't need the other one. We don't ones. have to go through the rest. Yeah. Because um, that's an undertaking. And season one has the best vibes. It's the best. Is, it, is that the one with Kate Bush? That's season four? Yeah. I mean, if you have a blast, you can watch but, two but, and three. And like, make it to the Kate Bush moment in season four, and I can tell you exactly what episode it is. But and I mean this is in no way Finn Wolfhard's fault, but like <laughs> but like first season Mike is also like the only one I can stand. Oh, first season Mike. First season first, Mike is second fine. season Mike, you're like, I get it, Mike, you're going through something. You're going through so period. like I'm get, you're getting cut some slack. Um Season three, you're kinda like, Hey Mike, can you like stop being terrible for a second? And then season four, Mike, you're like, Mike. And it's not Finn's fault. No, it's not, you know. But, uh, yeah. Mike is the best in season one. And slowly declines. Maybe season five he'll be a little bit better. I forgot they're making a season five. They are, the final season. Okay. Has me worried. What more can happen to Hawkins? Well, it's in a pretty bad spot right now. I didn't watch oh, yeah, season you four. Oh, didn't watch so I don't actually know what spot it's in. Oh. It's not good. Gotta save Hawkins. <laughs> no, you were there. Because Emily okay, and I were me watching. there and me remembering are two very different I things. Suppose. But Emily and I were watching and it kept pausing and we were getting sick of it. And then you came in and it worked. And then you left and it stopped working and we're like, God, she has to be here. Okay. It has me concerned for my favorites. Okay. Wyatt Jess Olaf, the one who played Stanley, mm-hmm. also child Peter Quill. I did know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Cause someone, someone was like, "Bless this kid for playing, like, Jewish children all the time." Because <laughs> Peter Quill is Jewish, supposedly. I like Stan a lot. Um, I feel like he is 
just kind of underappreciated. I don't think people underappreciate him, but I think when you have the big personalities yeah. of Eddie and Richie, and then Ben is just such a sweetheart, and yeah. Bev is great, love her, and then you have, you know, Bill being like, oh, I'm hard eyes for Beverly, and so is Ben. Yeah. And then you have um, Mike being like a bit of a leader. I feel like him and Bill are sort of like, Bill's more so the leader in the first one, like sort of so yeah. more so the leader in the second one. Um, and I feel like poor little Stan kind of gets overlooked, but I love that every time Richie makes a dumb joke and he like holds his hand up, not only does Stan not do it, he just like shakes his head at him like, Richie, stop. And I don't know. I like his vibes. He seems extra sweet and wholesome, and he's the one who I, I think most needs, after all this, just like a grilled cheese and a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I know that the movie was already like too long, so it can't have extra scenes. But like, I wish he'd gotten more. I wish Stan got more. You know, like I was, I was really into the whole like, you haven't been reading the Torah, go lock it up because you haven't been reading it. I was like, yeah. that's gonna solve the problem. That's taking away the book yeah. that the child yeah. isn't reading. Um, but I was interested in that family dynamic. You know, like the rabbi's son can't pronounce Hebrew right. And he was like, I'm going to have my bar mitzvah. And he did have the bar mitzvah where only Richie was there, which was so sweet. Which was so sweet. Because they're all fighting, but Richie's like, my friend's a man. So, like, yeah. it's really, it's, it's a really sweet moment. Um, but I wanted so much more of, like, his home life. And I was so intrigued that like his fear was like the painting yeah i was like i want most... more on this like why are you afraid of this specific painting the thing is him it just seems painting. the most like i don't want to say unreasonable but like when you're a kid and something just freaks you mm. out for like i mean it's a creepy painting so that's why it freaks him out but like mm-hmm. i don't know it was kind of nice when you know beverly has trauma and mike has trauma and all these people have trauma and then i'm like and Stan just thinks the painting is It's creepy. like, oh, you had like a normal nice. childhood fear. Normal this childhood is, fear. This is a good break from everything else in Derry. Like, yeah. your father is a little bit overbearing and you have a lot of pressure on you, but that is relatively normal compared to everybody else. And I just wanted more of that. Yeah. But, like, I mean, just like, hey, this painting is creepy. Primal fear. Like, that's... Primal fear. We deserve the primal. Oh, there's um, a doll in my basement that I don't look at for fear that she will turn to look at me. <laughs> if I do, and if I don't look at her, she can't look at me. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's how that works. That's, I that's... have a creepy painting in my basement. Yeah, mm-hmm. would not look at that if I was down there either. Because I'm facing the wall. <laughs> Sometimes Emily and I think about asking if you're willing to part with it so that we can frame it in our living room. Is what you're saying. Don't put it. in I asked Emily once, and she was like, "It's really got." tortured Victorian vibes. You would have to remove it every time I come over. <laughs> what if we get a drape? No. What <laughs> <laughs> if sticking out from yeah. it? Like, oh my god, the painting's alive and here to kill us. I don't know. So I respect that Stan's seem to be just like, creepy thing is creepy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah creepy yeah. thing is creepy. We all have those. I wanted to know how Stan explained to his parents the... <laughs> the bite marks on his head. Oh yeah! <laughs> it's like what? What happened to you? Slugs. Yeah. <laughs> Just slugs. Just playing with my friends. You the know. Glory. The rocks did it. Yeah. Yeah. With their teeth. With 
They're the rocks, teeth. That rocks have. Um, yeah, I like Stanley a lot. I think he gets overshadowed, and it's not. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I want the movie to be something completely different than the source <laughs> material is, because I'm like, okay, here are the parts that I like. I want to take away all the. I simultaneously want to take away all the unique, scary experiences, and also make those the whole movie. It's two, it's two contradictory things, but it feels... You want to write a fanfic for it. I do want to write a fanfic for it. Yeah. I'll read it. I don't like that. That, that is not, that is not <laughs> urging me to write the fanfic the way I'll that you know think it is. I'll let you know how it compares to the other it fanfics <laughs> <laughs> Who will be the ship? Will it be Eddie and Richie? I thought you were going to say friendship. And then it'll be Beverly and Ben. The correct. The one. correct pairing. The correct pairing. Ben Verly. Ben Verly. Yeah. Um, ben is the sweetest little thing. I love him. Just he's so earnest when he's holding his little diorama and then it falls. Yeah. And then he's listening to his music, although it kills me when he walks his bike away in his headphones. I know. I'm like, Benjamin, Benjamin, pick them up. Um, but... And he just wants to make friends. And he's like, you can come over to my house and look at it. And I'm like, yeah, Ben, making friends. It's and your ben, diagrams. It's diagrams. And I like when he's like, kind of neat, huh? And Richie's like, no. <laughs> no, not at all. And then the way Ben just like opens the door and there's the new kids on the block poster. I do like the way she does that. Come on. And then, you know, she just closes it yeah. silently. Yeah. Just to be like, I know. Also, man, Ben... His poor stomach cannot catch a break. He gets cut up by Bowers. Um, worse, the, the the thing that Beverly stabs it through when they're in the house but not in the well, yeah. um, it turns its head and, again, cuts Ben's stomach. And I'm like, so that's a rusty pole that also stabbed through a monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hope you have your tetanus shot, kid. And then I swear there's one thing else. One other thing that I'm like... But at least, Ben, start wearing, like, a bulletproof vest <laughs> so that your trunk can be covered. The, and because we don't see his parents, at least he hopefully, presumably, doesn't have just, just... <sighs> the parents all bother me so much. Yeah. It, also, it also bothers me when he's in the library and the lady's like, it's summer vacation. Shouldn't you be outside playing like with your no lady? And like sometimes. that would be one thing, but then she's like, "Don't you have any friends?" And it's like, "Madame, ma'am, ma'am." And then I thought she was like a Pennywise agent for some reason who was there to sow psychological discord. No. But I think she's just really a real librarian because she's there at the end of the uh, scare sequence. The yeah. scare sequence. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's fun is that that actress is in a show that I really like is a completely different character. So I was just like, oh, "It's Donna." <laughs> That felt very loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, I don't know, very fun for me. Little details. Little, little details. Little details. Little details. That's Donna. Ben is so sweet. Ben is so sweet, and I want the world for him. And his little poem. January Embers. My heart's there, too. And it's so sweet. And then I feel very, um bad for him at the end when they're all sitting in the field after having fought it 
like a month later and then they all go their separate ways and the final three people are the three b's bill beverly and ben yeah. and i could you just know love that triangle. ben was like waiting until the last possible second I know. because he wanted it to be him and beverly in I the know. final two and then when he leaves even it's never mentioned never said not really probably even said that much with body language but i was like and like, I don't know, the way that the movie sets up, like, it should be Beverly and Ben at the end, because the kiss works. I guess I'm kind of applying what? fairy tale logic to it, but that feels, like, narratively the right way to go. It seems like it should work, but also maybe Beverly is just like, oh, makes sense that the kid I had the kiss with in, like, the third grade play is the one who kind of likes me and he's the one who's nice and invited mm. me to the quarry so I think it's more so that like she's seeing what she expects to see slash wants to well, see the, in it being Bill and that's why she's like I'm gonna stay here with Bill like even though she's choosing I mean and yeah. I mean I obviously a boy liking you doesn't mean you have to like him back. <laughs> That's so true. Are you sure so that's valid? not? It's just that, like, I, I, I don't know. Is like, Bill feels like the boring choice. Bill, he's I my feel, least favorite of the I, children. I feel bad because he has lost his brother. Yeah. We have gone through so many characters, and not once are we like David. How do you feel about these characters? So you know what, David? Oh yeah, David. Yeah, tell yeah, us talk your about Bill thoughts. We should Dan thoughts. We should let your your Ben thoughts. You are Ben. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. I mean. Bill is very much like the the typical leader kid. Like he's that's just kind of his personality. Like we're gonna find what happened to my brother and we're gonna kill it and we're gonna be brave. And everyone else is I, I do appreciate that everyone else is like, nah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> like, let's not fight the demon clown. Like in 27 years, none of us are going to be in this town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that'll be somebody else's problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Bill's... Bill's the courageous, good-hearted one. Ben... Ben is really sweet. I wish that things went better for Ben. That's also why, narratively, it was like... Ben kind of deserves a win after all this. Like, it feels like the story should give him something. Yeah, but he's not the... Not that Beverly is a prize to be given out, either. It's just... uh... Yeah. But he's not the... He's not the leader type. That's not Ben's lot in life. I don't remember what happens to any of them as an adult, except for Stan. I remember... I know what happens to them all. I just don't know how accurate it is to the book, because... um... I have not read the book, so I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Cre- I do think I what that because there are two people who die. I think both of those are accurate to the book. Question mark. I'm I'm pretty sure. Spoiler: There are two people who die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much about the book either because it again I read it when I was like thirteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember. I do remember Stan kills himself, and one of them while fighting it. Unless I'm, I'm just being mean. This is just you actually haven't seen it and you don't remember. I'm just being bad. I'm gonna stop yeah, talking. Yeah, you just tell you, but I won't unless you explicitly want me to. Um, 
I, I don't know if I'm going to see it. So, this is <laughs> seeing it for the first time. <laughs> I thought this movie was okay. Like, it wasn't... There wasn't anything, like... Aside from the things that we talked about that, like, we wish had been better in the movie, there wasn't anything that I was like, this is a badly done movie, or this is not... But I think it was like fine. Everything oh, about movie. it, everything about it was solidly like a seven. You know, it's not. I would probably watch it over Titanic, but like only because this one is shorter than Titanic. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it. Um. No, it did. No. No, it doesn't. You're wrong. It did. Titanic does not feel like a four-hour film. Oh, it does. (laughs) (laughs) No. But, yeah, no, it was... Everything about it is like, I wish that it was slightly scarier. I wish that the rules were slightly more defined. I wish that things were... I don't want things to be like worse for the children. The things it, it just felt it felt like the movie had some intense things going for it. And aside from like carving up Ben's stomach, it kept like pulling punches is what it felt like to me. Mm-hmm. Like it could have gone into like actually scary, like horrifying territory. Mm-hmm. And it just kept like not quite doing that for okay. me. Like I don't know. And and maybe it's just me. Like, I didn't... Like I said before, I didn't find, like, the shaking clown running at things with big teeth. Like, that wasn't all that scary to me. And, like, it, they could have done things that made that scary. But the choices they made were all, like... They were all, like, fine. They were, like, mid. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. Like, it's not a bad movie, but it's very good. It's, a, like, objectively a good movie, and I can say that. But, like... I had the opposite with you, where I wanted, I guess I wanted more, like, monster-inflicted horrors, or just guy-in-the-sewer-inflicted horrors. I was was just, like, there's just so much, like, trauma happening to everybody in their everyday lives. It's a lot. I was like, man, I'm really sheltered. I'm coming (laughs) at this from just a sheltered perspective. Everybody's got something going for them. And it's just, like, it's just so much. And a lot of the cases, it doesn't feel like it, like, Eddie kind of gets a moment where he's, like, they're gazebos. But, I mean, he's the only one who really has a moment. I guess Beverly gets to, like, hit her dad, and then she moves and lives with her aunt. But Bill has the stand up, and he doesn't stutter. He doesn't stutter. I guess he has that. But that's not, like, to his parents or anything. I guess really he's, his, his doesn't have, like, a... His is a little trickier. Maybe it is just Beverly. I just don't like the way they handle Beverly. But that's also a source material thing, very likely. Yeah. I mean, I think that when, when they were adapting it, they could have made better choices, stronger choices with that whole... That whole thing. That whole thing. That whole thing. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And that's funny that you're like, the things running at you isn't that scary because so often <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, like I went to um 
a little like the International Crane Foundation. And yeah, I love that place. Great place. That's and my, uh, my, I don't know if Amazon does it anymore, but they used to have like, you could go through smile.amazon and they would like donate to charities. Well, the that's nice. Crane Foundation was my charity. How wonderful. Yeah. Lovely place. Yeah. Pretty much any time I see an animal, um, little animal lover me is like, oh, I love them so much. And then I think, oh my God, but if they were running full speed at me, like, <laughs> like when I, like, like pretty much anything that's running full speed at you is going to be some degree of terrifying. So it's funny that you're like, I don't know, things running at, like, you just put a person running at me. But I guess why are they doing that? That's again, not what people do. A random person running at you is genuinely so much scarier than the monster clown running at you. It's like it's Both. like in the creepy pasta, the smiling man one. Yeah, where you turn around, just booking it, and you're like, I hate what is it. a clown if not a smiling man? Yeah, you got um, me there. So it's it's funny. I love. It, it's so good. I like chapter one more than chapter two. Mm-hmm. Chapter one, though, to me is like a nine. Okay. Would watch multiple times. I have watched multiple times. And I, just, I don't know. I like all the kids. Like, they're very fun. I like the little supernatural elements to it. Um, yeah, it's... I think it gives you a good sense of, like, creepy without it being, like, scary. Although most scary movies don't make me actually like afraid there's only been one recently and it wasn't even a scary part it was just kind of like an oh my god part that i thought about for a while after and i was going upstairs to go to bed and it was all dark and i was like i can't stop thinking about this (laughs) fear street okay uh apparently i think there used to be other fear street movies Mm -hmm. and then 2020 or 2021 maybe even 2019 somewhere in that range they came out with three in one summer so they had fear street 1994 fear street 1976 Mm -hmm. 78 and then an old time an old time that i don't recall 1666 16 i should have remembered the 666 god but the first one there's a moment in there that i i didn't see it coming and it Spooked is the wrong word, but I thought about it for some time, mm-hmm. and ugh. so most scary movies don't make me like afraid, afraid. Um, but I don't like clowns, so this one has easy to poke that wound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love it. I'm trying to think, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? I know, like you're, you haven't watched a lot of horror movies because you're a little no. bit more recent to more the, recent. the appreciation. It was the year. Um, there were four scary movies, scary-ish, that came out that year, and I think that was like the first time I'd ever even seen a scary movie, mm-hmm. like in theaters. Pot. If I had seen scary movies before, they were like old and not that many so i remember leaving like who am i what have i become <laughs> and since then i like scarier things um i never i never finished zodiac because it was very late and i became concerned for jake Hall's character and uh i that one 
disturbed me. I also think I was like 14 when I watched it. And so I just like went to bed with like 20 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> I never finished <laughs> um, But that one was very unsettling to me. And not scary, but has stuck with me the longest is Donnie Darko because the bunny really freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where for absolutely no reason, sometimes when I'm washing my face at night, I think, wow, what if I just lift my head up and the bunny from Donnie Darko is standing behind <laughs> me in the mirror? Like, multiple times a month, I think this. And I, I watched that movie at, like, 16. It's been some time. So it's not... The bunny just unsettles me. But okay. Donnie Darko, the movie, didn't scare me. I'd say in terms of just, like, creeping me out the most, I think Zodiac creeped me out. I don't know if it would hold up if I watched it again today. I'm proud of Zodiac. Hmm? I'm proud of Zodiac. There are no basements in California. Aren't many basements in California. That's a line that's very creepy in that movie. It's also just a fact. We yeah, but it's like... Okay. Creepy line. I made such a good reference, and you need to appreciate it, even though you haven't seen Zodiac all the way. <laughs> a long time ago, yes. too. I, I also thought it was good, but bad. Um, sound effects. I think a lot of times scary things to me are not that effective until you have a good sound effect with it. So just like when the people were being stabbed, the stab sounds that accompanied it elevated it in a way that did their job, but was unsettling by the nature of it being a person being stabbed. Um, but sound effects make a big difference, and I think Zodiac had good sound effects. It did. In a way that upset me. From what I remember. I guess stabbing sound effects never did it for me. I don't know. My scariest is in a movie. <laughs> It's not what David asked. And um, I'm really going to... This is a really embarrassing thing for me to admit to all the, to, to the world as I speak into this mic on the podcast, but um, the editing on BuzzFeed Unsolved really unsettles me. <laughs> BuzzFeed, sometimes if I want to like just be a little spooked, I will turn on BuzzFeed Unsolved because... Sometimes they can get creepy. They're really good. At, I don't. I can't explain it. It is something about the way that they will display certain things on text and then play. Like it's not like a stabbing and sound like effect. A slow, yeah. like zoom in on something. And it's not a jump scare. It's just like it's just like a music, and it's like God, that's so scary. Or like, especially if you get one like the guy in room ten sixty six or whatever. Like that's one of my favorites because it doesn't because it doesn't. It's really creepy on its own, but then you add their brand of editing and music and it's just they have some creepy lines and maybe part of it is because you then get shane's really funny comments interspersed so it's just like a good mix it breaks it like saltier watermelon (laughs) they're salting the watermelon (laughs) (laughs) i think of like i was doing some heteronormative bullshit (laughs) a lot or just the oh no after the guy wrote the poem. The guy wrote the poem and I think Ryan even just said like so he wrote a poem and Shane was like Jesus Christ <laughs> like immediately like no. Um they're great. Any other scaries? 
I did have one, but I don't remember what it was. While you think, yeah, yes. What are your scariest things? Well, one of the best horror movies I've seen that isn't necessarily the scariest of them, but it's like, it's like pretty scary. Is the thing? Oh, I want to watch the thing so badly because it is up my alley. I'm concerned for the dogs. (laughs) I don't think you can watch the thing. I'm reasonably concerned for the dogs. Um, yeah, I mean... It depends on what they show. If it's understood but not shown or sound effects, I'm probably fine. Well, I don't know how much you want me to spoil about the dogs. You do go to doesthedogdie.com, which yeah. is kind of a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. So, it's like... Bad things happen to the dogs, but it's like because the alien has taken the dog over. It's not like it's not like cute puppy. Now we're gonna shoot it or whatever. But the, it's like, like. But even in monster things, when it's a mean monster and we're not supposed to like it, I feel bad for it because I'm like it's just a little <laughs> creature, it's a little puppy, just doing what it can. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Well. Maybe anyway, I completely cut you off by talking about myself and my interests. <laughs> Proceed. No, I I was just saying that like, I don't know. I'm not sure how you would feel about it. Just because it is like, it is a dog. A bad thing happens to the dog. You do get to see a lot of it, but like it's, it's also like a monster dog at that point. It's not like the cute puppy dog anymore. It's turned into a. Yeah. Including the thing. Including the thing. Yeah. In season four, there's a scene with a demogorgon. I was like, why are they being mean to it? (laughs) (laughs) The demogorgon that has canonically killed so many people. Technically, we don't know if that one has. But they were like torturing it. And I'm like, okay, listen, kill it or don't. Like, (laughs) don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What other scary things are notable to you? One or of the David Dog. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Helen. No, David I just go. wanted to. There was a game that I played once that introduced a character called the Mad Hunter at the end, and this is him. And it was a turn that I didn't expect the game to take, so it was extra scary when it was just like this character like this was watching this whole man. thing. I know in the background. That was I a good game. Like this. Uh, that game was Tell Me Why. In case anybody is listening and can't see the phone that I held out <laughs> to Kristen and David. Tell Me Why is a very good game, and The Mad Hunter is a very good character. Continue, David. Um, So one of the, like, most intense movie-watching experiences that I've ever experienced was this movie called Titana, or Titan. It's it's T-I-T-A-N-E, which is French for titanium, uh, which is this body horror film from a couple years ago that won the Palme d'Or at Cannes and god there's a lot going on in that movie (laughs) it's just it's very intense from like the very beginning until there's like kind of a cathartic moment at the end but it's it's like a hundred minutes of just being so amped up in it it's such a good movie like yeah it's a good movie like Okay. But yeah, it's it's not a perfect movie, but it is 
a very intense every single moment. It's just like, God, why are you doing that now? (laughs) (laughs) Why is this happening to you? Um, I also wanted to mention, as I think I have before, Lake Mungo, which is an Australian horror film. Yeah, it's kind of like a found footage thing. Um, And it isn't very scary for most of it, but there's like one scene that's like the scariest thing I've ever seen. And it's really good. Is this like the one scene in the Mothman movie that scares you? <laughs> it kind of is. Wait, okay. Is it is the scene the phone call? No, no. that's the objectively scarier scene. Yeah, because that, that is a creepy. very scary scene. Yeah. But this is just when the moth is flying at the car. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like yeah. it. In the first Things one. coming at you fast. <laughs> that's... That when I was like sixteen. The solid category of fear. Things coming in fast. When I was when I was sixteen, that was like I, I hadn't really watched a lot of horror movies at that point, so this was like one of my first. And I was like, that's not that's not okay. It just attacked that car. Um Mothman. Um not a scary movie, but when you said that the one movie the titan whatever yeah um yeah just is like non-stop things happening that's how i felt watching the movie underwater which i really like but it's just like anxiety throughout the whole film and i watched it at like the start of the pandemic (laughs) it came out in my defense january of that year when the pandemic was not yet kicking here okay um and no one wanted to go see it with me and then it came to streaming services and i could watch it whenever i wanted very good, but just like going and stressing me out the whole time. Um, and then your little thing about the video game yeah. made me think of yes, the smiling man story should also be just in my like, list of like fears because still, I mean, I only heard about it a couple of years ago. You told me, but still, when I'm driving home at night, if I ever see a single person out by themselves, I think hope it's not the smiling I, man. Yeah, and you just like look. Like, if I look at this person, it's going to... Like, just one of those, like, if you look at it, it will be them. Yep. The thing will happen, so you can't. Mm -hmm. And I... mm, mm, Mm -hmm. I remember reading the story and just being like, oh my god, like, this is good, but I'm so creeped out. And it has stuck with me. So there's there's another movie that I want to see. I haven't seen it yet. But it's called Fall. Not The Fall, which we watched for the podcast. We did! Um... That's a story. Here's here's the poster. It's a survival horror movie about two women who become stranded at the top of this two thousand foot tall tower, and is supposed supposedly again one of like the most intense movie watching experiences you can have because yeah because you're gonna like and fall the, off this tower. The the height things are the ones that always get the re like even looking at that my palms got a little sweaty. Like always it happens. Um I'm also very impressed by movies like that because I watched God, what's it called? It's the Blake Lively Shark movie. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't believe I know what you're talking yeah. about. She just was out surfing and then there was a shark that attacked her. Yeah. And the shallows. Yes. Thank you. Did you to, did you I just Google Blake Lively Shark? I, I don't know anything about um, this, but But she has to like, you know, get to shore, but the shark is a bloodthirsty little guy mm-hmm. and wants to kill her and It's hungry. It's hungry. Yeah. You cannot fault the shark for wanting a snack. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Um, 
And I'm, not, I'm always very impressed because I think going into things like that, I'm like, okay, so she's standing on a rock this whole time? What are you going to do for 80 like, minutes? <laughs> and, like, I think you see the poster and you're like, so they're, okay, they're on a pole? All right. And, but... I haven't seen that one, but they ended up like, doing is, good stuff. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well done to the people who this. did this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also like to nominate Jaws for a scary movie. It still scares me because the, the the sea frightens me. And I also I haven't know. seen Jaws. We should add Jaws. Really? We should add Jaws! Jaws is so good! But it freaks me out, too, because you know they have their mechanical shark, and they had to film somewhere that was shallow for purposes of operating the mechanical Mechanical shark, <laughs> and um, they like sometimes it would just break and like sink, and they'd have to have like a diving team go down to get it. And I was like, I would not, I just would not, on the diving team going down and seeing a giant fake shark emerging out of the mer. I, mm. I am not afraid of the ocean, but people who just like dive down deep, I'm like, oh, never, never, ne- like I have a healthy, down there. I have a healthy respect for the ocean and that it is it's gonna win every time <laughs> it's gonna and win like every category the ocean wins like i'm i'm afraid of the ocean and people should have a healthy fear of the ocean yeah like i will go swimming in it yeah. on the beach but like but you know all the people in jaws did that and look where they are still on the beach yeah yeah, yeah. we should watch jaws there was, I've also probably mentioned this before, but um, one of the things that the movie theater chain when I lived in Austin would do is they would have a summer uh, Jaws night or a couple nights where they would go out on the, I don't remember if it was a lake exactly or if it was part of the river, but they would have this thing where you could like get an inner tube and watch Jaws on the big screen and people would like swim around with little shark fins and stuff. and like. I think- I would do that is the thing. I'm afraid yeah. of the ocean and I'm afraid of Jaws, but I would do that thing. It sounded like a lot of fun. Yeah. I would just get cold in the water for so long. You're going to freeze. Well, it's Texas, so it might be like 100 degrees at night. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. My sisters used to, we had like a little cabin that we'd go up to sometimes when I was little. And there is a raft in that lake, like one of the really big buoy kind of rafts mm-hmm. that you'd have to like climb on with a ladder mm-hmm. and they would go and I think they had just seen Jaws. So they would like psych each other out, like Jaws is under the raft. But the thing is that that works. That works if you just <laughs> say it enough. And then it freaked me out because you can't see under the raft after you get up on top of the raft. There could be something hiding underneath the raft at any point it could have gotten there. Yeah. Freaks me out. Um, when I went whale watching, I <laughs> I am not, like, again, healthy, like, fear of the ocean. So being, like, 30 miles out to sea, I was like, wow, hope our ship doesn't go down because that'd be bad. Um, and I have, no, whales, precious. But there was a moment where, like, the little man on the boat was like, oh, that must be the one that was underneath us. And, like, just the realization of, like, this whale, if it wanted to, could have absolutely just like lifted the boat and tipped us over so that thing when i was like hey i hope our boat doesn't like go down uh the whales can make that happen and it was just under me and i didn't know it because whales are terrifying they're not the uh the orcas 
We support okay. the orcas. We also terrifying. Eat we, the su- rich. we support those orcas doing their doing their <laughs> doing their duty. Yeah. Yeah. We um, support the orcas. Oh, I do I do like though, in an unsettling way, when people do the things like that, like watching Jaws while out on the water. Um, went to go see a play about some big fire that happened at the was it the Iroquois Theater or something so. in Chicago and not lost on me that I was in a theater watching a play about all these people who actually I think not that many people died no wait a bunch of people died <laughs> I was confusing in there um, no I was confusing it with like of the stage performers I think only one stage performer oh, died okay. um, but like the audience but the audience <laughs> were gone no, lots of audience stage. did Somebody pretended to die, not one of the stage performers. Yes. Who was like, in the, actual, on fire. in the actual tragedy, one of the stage yeah. performers died because it was at a theater. Um, in our watching of a play about the tragedy, nobody died. But it was not lost on me that I was in a theater and they're like, oh, and then the fire came and everyone was locked inside. And I was like, I need to make sure I'm near an exit. <laughs> And then they had, like, the smoke machines, and I'm like, please stop. <laughs> please stop. I don't like things where I can't leave. Um, so when they're like, they couldn't leave, I was like... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so, points for causing me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's its own sort of horror. It. 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 Do we have any other it thoughts? Or horror movie thoughts in general? Scary movies that you've seen or would like to see? I feel bad just because we didn't really talk much about Mike, but I feel like Mike and Bill, how I said that they're both kind of leader types. Uh-huh. Mike so later, or more so later. I just, that's why. The leader type characters, I, I don't ever care that much. I mean, they're not. It's, it's they're like, not bad. Like... I feel like it's a trope that has way more danger of being boring than yeah. others. I yeah. feel like a lot of, a lot of, there are a lot of leader characters who are not that thing. I feel yeah. like Mike and Mike and Bill, however, are, uh, which is why during my quiz when I was like, I'm choosing all the ignore, don't yeah. do anything answers. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Mike. Mike. And like Mike says something about friendship later in the movie, and that's great. And I'm happy for Mike, and I believe they're all friends. But I'm also like, you have not been given the lines that you should have been given. Like Mike mm-hmm. does not have the no. screen time that he should be getting. Right. He he barely talks. Yeah, like oh. which is, and I get it in the sense that like. They all know him as, like, the homeschool kid. Yeah. So he's new, but also, like, Ben's new to their friend group. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, and so is Beverly. Beverly, I will at least say that, like, they mentioned that she's been around for a couple of years. So, mm-hmm. like, they weren't friends with her, but they all technically know each other. But, like, right. Ben knew, and then Mike homeschooled, so basically knew. Yeah. And, yeah, Ben gets way more talking than yeah. Mike does. So poor little Mike. Poor little Mike. And that is probably also part of it too. I'm like, I don't know you, right? Like, because the movie spends so much time on all these other characters. The movie yeah. doesn't let me get to know you. And then yeah. I know I said that Beverly is cool, but I just want to reiterate that I think Beverly is cool. Beverly and is cool. We did not she, talk about Beverly. She's she very, yeah. arguably has one of the bigger plot points. In all the, the times that you're like, wow, the adults in Dairy suck. Yeah. 
she has like the worst of all of them. Like, no, she's she, her dad, and then the creep at the like CVS type store, and then Eddie's mom when she's like, "Oh, I've heard about you." Yeah, and I'm like, "Wow!" So, not not a one of them ever yeah. helps. And and the way. thing is that like it being so much worse for the girl mm-hmm. feels feels like a point that it is so close to making and then it doesn't and and um from what I understand of Mr. King's works with women there's some to be desired but I feel like adapting this in 2017 some other choices should have been made it frustrates me that like. The movie clearly knows that Beverly's dad is a bad person, mm-hmm. but Beverly's dad is like, they've all got crushes on you in the woods or whatever, mm-hmm. and has a problem with her being the only girl. And I was like, but there was that scene where they were all looking at her after the swimming or whatever. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. some extent, it's funny because they're young and they're just mm-hmm. going through puberty or whatever, but like... He's right in that there is a love triangle with the only girl in the group and two of the boys. So it's like the movie goes out of the way to be like... So you're saying boys and girls can't be Beverly's dad... The movie is saying that. The movie has said that. Beverly is friends with the other five boys. I But like, it's like... (laughs) Does she talk to them? A little (laughs) bit. Not not quite as much. But like, but like... It's like the movie goes out of its way to put Beverly in the exact situation that she's afraid of and that, and not in a narrative way where you're like, put your main character through a scary experience. It's like, it makes a point and then it does the, I, I don't think but it like, treats her But like, her well. dad, I mean, I guess we, the audience know, but like, they didn't know what point in the movie was it like, oh, we all saw you out by the quarry, down to your skivvies. Like, what are you doing out there? It was just like, they say you've been running around with all these boys. That's not good. Right. And there's no, like, no one has actual evidence, it sounds like. He's just like, I don't know, you're the only girl. They're all going to come after you. And then, of course, it's very creepy, like, what are you all dressed up for? And she's like, I wear this almost every day. Yeah. And we have seen her wear it multiple times. Yeah. Um, so he's just a mega creep. No, he's a mega creep. But like, I don't know. Sounds like you're we know that, like, the scene would hit different if the things he was saying had not actually been happening. But they have been, not to the extent that he is that he is saying because no, it's been innocent kid fun. It's fine because it's innocent kid fun, and he's just like, hmm, they're all wanting things from me. But like. There's something off about it. He's an off person. He is an off person. Don't like him. I just... Mm. It was very happy for her when she got to hit him with the toilet lid. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there is... I don't know... I don't know anything about adaptation or, like, movie rights. But I feel like there's a version one could make of it that would be a very loose adaptation that would clean up a lot of the things that we've had trouble with. <laughs> like if it was just a very loose like adaptation. Based, yeah, like there are all kinds of things. Like people yeah. know it was Shakespeare. And yeah. I'm not comparing Stephen King to Shakespeare. But people, I mean a little bit. 
he's he's our Shakespeare of horror. Horror. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, he might be. He's the most popular. Is he or isn't he, David? He's the most popular horror writer of like maybe all time. So. I just wanted to make a face at you when you said it. Okay. I wasn't trying to derail you. At least the movie didn't adapt the sex scene, though. At least that. Like, at least we have that. At least we have that. So, like, already things have been edited and cut out, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of things that one could do with Scary Clown Man in creepy main town. Yeah, that's with winning for gang of children. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's enough things there that one could just run with that concept and not be as devoted to the source text right and that's and so that like my version of it that i want is not actually very tied to the source text it turns out but again i don't know like theirs is a reasonable adaptation i have problems with it for all the things that i have said i just i just there's something off in how they treat beverly and i can't well i think part of it too is like we've got a two hours how long is this movie two hours a little over two hours i think you'll probably Um, find it faster than me but i'll still look it up but um and you're dealing with seven unique kids and their families in a lot of the cases and a clown man and like there's there's a lot two hours and 15 minutes there we go thank you Kristen I got 10 more points for Kristen yay I'm up to 20 okay but I guessed I was like it's a little (laughs) over two hours and two hours and 15 minutes is a little over two hours you didn't I googled something earlier did you yeah you looked up the scary man but I For your own purposes. something to the movie earlier. I looked up Tim Curry it many times. <laughs> That's what I did. And then I showed that to no one. So you lose points. <laughs> You're at negative Anyways, what I was trying to say before I derail this with the points. Yes. Um, there's a lot of people to keep track of in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it unfortunately does that by sort of flattening everybody and narrowing them down to like Bill, the leader, also he stutters. Beverly, she's a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, he's sweet, but also fat. And like, everybody has their like, their one thing. Like, Ben, he's he's into history and that makes him useful for the plot, but he's also like the new kid that the new kid on the block the new kid on the block and like I don't know Ben is exactly a little bit more fleshed out than the other ones Mm -hmm. um now that I'm saying that but like Stan Mike Richie makes jokes (laughs) Richie makes jokes Richie makes jokes um Eddie's a hypochondriac and like I wish there was a little bit more to each of them than just, like, that one thing I said. Yep. But a lot of the time, the movie just kind of uses that as shorthand. It's like, hey, remember this kid? He's the one with the overbearing mother who gives him gazebos. Gazebos. Yeah. So, anyway. um, I don't know if that means the movie should be longer, or if in the ideal adaptation of It, there should be five children. I don't, like, I, I can't tell you. 
because yes. I don't want to cut any of the children. I also no, I don't want to cut any of the children. I don't. But I like also can... don't want a longer movie. So it's like what? Yeah. Like, could you combine a couple of the children? Like, what if Stan and Richie were the same person? They're so different. You can't do that. <laughs> I feel like the only people you can combine, and this is again because I'm like, ah, eh, leader roles. Bill and Mike. Yeah. I mean. Bike. Yeah. You could just Mill. have bike. You could have bike. bike. I think that would be okay. Like, one of the, the disappointing things about this movie is that there isn't, there isn't a lot of Mike. I know. So you could just cut Mike and he would, like, I don't want to cut Mike because what I want to do is give him more mm-hmm. because I feel like he has untapped potential. Mm-hmm. I just also think it's a little weird because race is and isn't brought into it with Mike. Like, mm-hmm. like it is important to the text that he's black because, because they mentioned his parents died in a fire that was like lit by like racists yeah. and mm-hmm. um i got the impression that his scary hallucination scene was also a tragedy in which predominantly black people died mm-hmm. and so i don't want to take away the only black child from like yeah, no don't yeah. want to do that and i'm hesitant also to like make race a bigger part of it too because i don't quite know what like like I'm veering dangerously into like Pennywise isn't an ally territory, but like I don't know what <laughs> point race served in it, but I don't want to take it away because it was already a part of the text. So like, mm-hmm. so like Mike would need to stay. I think yeah. is the thing. Yeah. Cut Bill. The uh, yeah. <laughs> cut the cut the the character with the link to Georgie. Yeah. I mean, part of it too. Part of the trouble with it, as it's been added, as it's been adapted so far is it is a 1,100-page novel. Yeah, it's so... It's too long. It's too... Like, I, I get it. I understand the difficulties with adapting it and why it is a miniseries and why there are two parts and why things had to be cut in this movie. Yeah. Just... just I, ju- like, I just think the focus would have been better served elsewhere. And I also think that maybe the original text did not need to be 1,100 pages. Like, I don't know what purpose race serves in the original one, aside from being, remember. like, just another just another trauma heaped on the people of Derry because everybody kind of sucks there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't remember. So, anyways. And I don't want to read it, so... And yeah, well. Bowers is insane. Bowers like, is, like, like, but, like... Yeah. I get roving band of bullies like that classic. Everybody loves it, but it's like okay, this bully is just a murderer. Like oh, he's he gets so close to like real actual murder. Yeah, and I get that the child characters are not seen by adults and understood by adults. Like I get that like they can't count on the adults for stuff. It also just felt like. Bowers does this in such an open his dad's open way chief. I know but his dad hates him so yeah like, but like people probably are also like oh 
he can get away with what he wants. I would have liked a scene to that effect. Um, we didn't have one. Um, I like. I don't wish bad things upon children, but he's a psychopath, and so like, <laughs> right, I was when like, they were, does, that's fine. When they were like, being mean to, was it Mike who saw Pennywise, or was it Ben who saw? I think it was Mike. It was, I think it was Mike because they were being mean to Mike and like shoving his face in the meat. Um, oh yes, and yes. Mike saw Pennywise, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh my god!" Mm-hmm. And he's freaking out. And then the rest of the losers show up, and they have the rock fight. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you see just Bowers lying there. And I kind of wanted to be like, "Pennywise was here a second ago. Here's a kid you can take." Right? Like, <laughs> like that's another. That's not really a loss to Derry. Not at all, because he's insane. Yeah. 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 There's not a. I mean, I did, I did sort of appreciate that it's very much in a movie set in the '80s, and we also get like the stereotypical '80s crazy yep. gang of children, yeah. <laughs> which shows up in every like high school movie um, from that era. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. Uh, he's nuts. <laughs> he's just a, just a unstable and what's really wild about it too is that at the beginning he tells bill like hey you gotta pass this year because of your brother i was like okay so you do characteristically nice right you do have a conscience kind of a little bit you you have some kind of moral reasoning available to you and it's just i wonder if that moral reasoning wasn't his own moral reasoning so much as like he knows that even if he tried to be mean to bill people would be like dude but like his brother died like like so many people that it would come across bad and not in the cool bully way he wants but just think you're a bad person which is just what he is yeah that point was reached so long ago though it has to have been I don't know again I'm coming at this from just a blessedly sheltered childhood apparently because I was like why are all these why are all these kids going through so many things and I was like bad things happen and I know it's a horror movie and there is very often some kind of life trauma that goes alongside the horror trauma because yeah. themes but I it's just what movie did we watch where Hallie was like, I don't like it. They should have changed this. And I was like, you want a fan fiction of the movie, not the movie. I kind of feel like that's how you feel about it to a lesser degree. But when you said that about it, this yeah, episode. But, like, but it's, I don't know. It feels like you're like, I have problems with the thing. So if we change everything about it, I'll be happy. <laughs> Which you can just straight up not be happy with something, that's fine. But you're like, if they did this and then this and then this differently and took out this and added, like, that's not what it is. You want the fan fiction of it. And I feel like you have to respect the it of it. Right, but my but my critique of the it of it is it would be better. Here's Here are the things I have identified. Like, like by saying what I would change, I'm trying to identify what I don't quite like about it or what I don't think is working. It's a fix-it fic, but I think it's a valid way of approaching a text when you can't quite pinpoint what is happening. But I don't I know like what other movie that you many... said. There was one, about it. and it was fairly recently. What movies have you watched recently? It may have been like a rom-com or something. Recently, we've watched Glass Onion, Dracula, Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
What a girl wants. Ratatouille. Coraline. Coraline. <laughs> Lego Batman. Arrival. Only Lovers Left Alive. Mission Impossible. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. A Cinderella Story. Barbenheimer. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The Purge. It. I don't know. There's one of them. None of those. <laughs> one of those. Uh, Shutter uh, Island? Listeners, was it Shutter Island? I don't know. It just seems like at some point you reach a thing where it's not like a critique of the movie. And like, here are things it could have done different. It just sounds like you didn't like it. And I know you said you liked it and it's objectively good, but it's mm-hmm. not like, I don't know. Right, but like but I, I also but I'm I coming at this as a person who's like I give it a nine, yeah. so I'm like stop being mean. But I couldn't, <laughs> like I like I couldn't write this fanfic without the foundational text of it. Yeah, you know, like I'm taking what it gave me and turning and and working with that. Like I'm not. I don't want it to be different in the sense of like, okay, so now it's in um, Portland, Oregon, and it's um, seven girls, and it's um, a whale, a whale instead, <laughs> of a, instead of a clown. I'm like, no, keep all these things that are unique to it as a story, and here's what I think it would benefit from, at least for a modern adaptation that's done in I mean, contemporary what times. It needs because, as you mentioned, it's a very long book. And even with two different two-plus-hour movies, and I don't know how long the series is. Uh, it's at least three and maybe four hours. I feel like it could benefit from the modern-day thing of, like, mm-hmm. a good one season of eight-hour-long yep. episodes. I also think it would be better that way. Because mm-hmm. my thing with some of these things, it's like, and you don't want to take them away because they're small moments, but, like, at some point, Pennywise says, beep, beep, Richie. And Beverly in chapter two says that. And so you're like, okay, so clearly this is like a thing from the books, but it's so out of context when they say it and they don't do it again that you're like, this is just weird. Same with in part two. I've watched it fairly recently. Um, Bill gets his old bike and he does the like, hi, ho, silver, which we sort of hear him do Mm -hmm. actually in this one. Ben's in the library. So we hear it like from Mm, Ben's perspective. Um, but it, it, I don't know, it was one of those things that's like, it's clearly meant to be like a moment for Bill. And I'm like, yeah. is this something in the books that was like more meaningful? Like they right. all had bikes. Yeah. Why was Bill so special? Um, yeah. So I think you also, you don't want to take away those moments, but I think giving it a longer adaptation would allow more people to, you could do the beep, beep, Richie, and it can have context to it yeah. so that you're not like, what? Yeah. There's also the... Um... It's not a mnemonic, but the rhyme that oh, Bill the, says for first against the post. Oh yeah, something, something, and something. still insists he sees the ghost. Yeah, yeah. Um, for his like, try and help his stutter. Uh-huh. But like, there's never any context. He just like is saying this weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, in the book, it, it's something that's established. He's like working on mm-hmm. trying to improve his his speech impediment that way. Yeah. But. I think it just needs the modern day. One season. Yeah, it would no, be that, was, that, that would be really episodes. good. Yeah. I would watch it. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Listeners, <laughs> though, if you know which movie Kristen said I wanted to write a fanfic of that was not it, uh, 
tell us because we don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. So I just remember just, being just like, coming. you just want to change everything. And you were like, no, it's this. And I was like, that's not it, though. We, but we and you think that before. with how passionate I felt about <laughs> it and the fact that I'm remembering it now, I would remember any context. And yet, here we are. And here asking you, fine folk, to tell been, us what we said. It could have been Shutter Island. I don't think it was Shutter Island because, listen, I, I love did. Shutter Island, but like... Is there enough to want to write a fan <laughs> Is there enough yeah. material there? Yeah. Um, I know I've said it before, but when you said Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, we do have the live action Scooby Doo on our list, oh, correct? Yes, yes, okay. yes, we do. It is on the list. I think about it often. Yeah. Because there was a thing where it's like, where should Ghostface go next? And they just had the spooky island and they're like, here. And I'm like, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Well, should we talk about the next episode? Yes. I didn't write an intro for it. Did <gasps> I was so behind today. You have you to come wing up with it one now. on the spot. But speaking of horror movies about childhood trauma, <laughs> so so my intro for this is that I have not seen this movie, but I was in the house when somebody else downstairs was watching the movie with the volume turned up really loud. Interesting. So I heard a lot of like rushing wind sounds and <laughs> and mommy and that is my entire impression of this movie because it happened a lot <laughs> the sound um, effects all those things happen a lot yeah it's the Duke. it's the Duke. I'm not gonna lie to you guys it's I know nothing about the Babadook oh, like aside from literally me. nothing about I know that I've heard of it that's yeah. the beginning and end of my I'm excited. Knowledge. I haven't Aside, watched it in a while. I don't like... know anything about the plot. Okay. Just the the sound effects that I heard from downstairs. Well, even when you sent the little emoji or the little gif of it, couldn't have told you. Really? I would have been like, oh, that's just like a, a, a Bigfoot. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the Babadook. The Babadook. Babadook. Yeah. Now I know, but... Yeah. I, I also, I similarly know very little about the Babadook. Except this was really scary, so I hope one of you will watch it with me. <laughs> and that'll be for next time. When is it from? When? It's yeah. fairly recent. Yeah, like last 10 years. Oh, uh, so that might actually be Baba scary. Yeah. It's 2014. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime something's like from before 2000, I'm yeah. like, oh, you're not actually scary. Mm-hmm. Nice try. But yeah. I actually own this one. So. Do you like watch it? On my own. Yeah. Scale 1 to 10. I, I, I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while, but I, I liked it enough to purchase it okay. on physical media. I think the design of the Babadook is really good. And I think the vibes of the Babadook are really good. Okay. Yeah. It is an Australian movie. It is. Written and directed by Jennifer Kent. I was about to say, what are the vibes? But I think it's kind of fun that I know nothing. No, I think you should know nothing. Yeah. So I also... I think we should all watch it together, because I want to watch you both know nothing and go into the Babadook. Okay. Do I have to be concerned for any animals? You do not have to be concerned for any animals. Thank goodness. I will double check, but I do not think there are animals in this movie. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, that'll be for next time. This was it. This was it. And we're getting very close to episode 100. Oh. So we'll need to figure out what we're going to do for that. You know, um, 
for the 100th anniversary of Disney, they released a really cute short called Once Upon a Studio, where Mickey tries to get a group picture with all of the classic Disney characters. So we just need to do that, but for catching up, David, and with, like, Joan the Flea. Joan the Flea! <laughs> Joan the Just, like, standing in front of, like, one character from each of the movies yeah. we watch. Yeah, and Pixel Mouse! Pixel Mars. We have not we have not done our, our rights to Pixel Mouse in quite some time. I hope he's not mad. <laughs> I don't actually don't know. Don't talk to him. <laughs> don't, it's fine. I don't it's actually fine. know if Pixel Mouse has made it into any episodes. I just like this is too weird. I just like cut it out. Cut out Pixel Mouse. Yeah, no, they do that. Can't know. Everyone's gonna look at the group picture. Like, who's that guy? <laughs> who, is, who is that digital mouse? What is he doing? Yeah. kept us safe from Rona. Mm-hmm. He deserves to be there. Yeah, we have to have Pixel Mouse there. Okay. I want wow. to know which one character is getting picked from each movie. Each one. Like, we could go I, through I and argue know. about it. We could. That could just be the whole episode. Yeah. The whole. But we'll figure that out later. Because next time is the Babadook, and that's 98. The Babadook should be the character from the Babadook. I think it should be Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's a We'll Jimmy. put a pin in it. I don't remember what the little boy's name is, but it's, I don't know if it's Jimmy. <laughs> so until next time. <laughs> Bye, Howie. Bye, David. Bye, Kristen. Bye, David. Good night, listeners.